0: Welcome to the New Missions Podcast. I'm Tim Detellis, and today I'm at Cambridge Christian School with the head of school, Sean Minx, and we're having a conversation about helping students discover a Christian worldview. His students have taken mission trips to Haiti, and so this conversation is going to be perfectly timed as this is a back-to-school month here in August. So let's enjoy this conversation with head of school, Sean Minx. Sean, it's great to be with you today here at Cambridge Christian School in Tampa, Florida. Thank you. Man, I'll tell you, the, the campus here is energized. And every time I pull up, even though it's summertime and you guys are launching mid-August, it's a hustle and bustle place. You guys have a pretty jam-packed campus.
1: It is. I don't really feel that same level of energy, though, until the students arrive. That's when everything changes. We have plenty to do, and believe me, there's no shortage of of work. We really get our, our work done in the summer because the interruptions are fewer, but the energy returns when the families come back.
0: Yeah, when I'm here to speak at your chapel services, I'm always pumped up by just the passion your students have, because what's interesting is, you know, working with students, they can become somewhat apathetic in life. And here you are really on mission to help them find a deeper purpose and passion and knowing Christ. How has your role in leadership really been making spiritual development a priority here at Cambridge Christian?
1: Well, I would say first, as a preface, we do on occasion still encounter uh, a little bit of apathy. Uh, that's, a, that's the reality, but we do have a unique culture here. This is the fourth Christian school where I've served, and we're an outreach Christian school, just watching the dynamics that can unfold between Christ-following students and those that have never shown an interest in that to surround those students, the truth of Christ on a daily basis.
0: Outreach Christian School. I have actually not heard that term combined. I really like it because uh, you have been to Haiti with New Missions, and that is the model of our schools overseas, is students come to those schools that may not be followers of Christ, and that's where that spiritual path begins for them. Tell me a little bit about the spiritual development here on campus. What is happening in the lives of students spiritually?
1: You know, we have, that, of course, starts in two primary places. That would be, of course, through Bible classes that every student has every day. Then also through chapel is, you know, maybe the most important thing that happens on our campus. You've been a part of that. Our coaches and our teachers and our administrators and our maintenance crew, and and really everybody has an understanding not only of a biblical worldview and for us, uh, kingdom education, but also just discipleship and the importance of relationships with these students, no matter where they're at currently
0: spiritually. And this mindset is really counterculture. What kind of opposition do you face? Maybe there are students that attend a school like yours where maybe their home life is not concurrent with the thinking of the school. Surprisingly,
1: very little. In our admissions process, while we don't have a requirement there that the student or the parent be a Christ follower, we do require that the parents in that process sign off on our statement of faith, that they will support it being taught. They're not
0: willing to sign that. it, It
1: it just won't be a partnership, and we needed to be a partnership.
0: Was there a moment for you that the light bulb went off, like, I am, I am called to do this? There was. It was actually
1: very early on. You know, I'm a public school product and really never even considered serving in Christian schools until I got a voicemail from a Christian school in Daytona. I was graduating college in Minnesota at the time. About four years into my time at that first Christian school in Daytona Beach, the culture at that school was very cold and dark spiritually. It was a great school and great people there. Percentage of of kids and families that really were were following Christ was very low. But anyway, in that chapel, services prior to that had been kind of the mockers and scorners were, were running the show and not a lot was being done about it. We had started to see momentum. As he usually does, he was doing it through kids, about a dozen kids who were going to be bold and stand up for him and for the truth. And they started to lead our chapels. And I'll never forget, a couple young men in the back of the room would not participate. One of them decided to stand up and participate in something. And the other one kind of sheepishly looked around and slowly joined him to stand. Okay, all of a sudden, positive peer pressure is starting to win the day. We ultimately had complete revival. That whole school turned on its head spiritually, and that was really the moment I knew this is what I want to do.
0: What encouragement would you want to speak into the lives of parents for a moment that are sending their kids to a Christian school? How can they come alongside and partner with this great mission that you're on? We operate according to kingdom education, and that is a
1: three-legged stool. Those three legs are the, the home and the church and the Christian school. And we really feel like if those three entities are teaching the same biblical worldview, it would be pretty tough for a child to come K through 12 and come out the other end of it confused, doubting or wondering what the truth is okay, what's that kingdom education look like as far as the parent leg if the parent's not a Christ follower? It's a little different, and that's why uh, it's really important at our school to educate parents, specifically on kingdom education. And, And when they begin to grasp that, the idea of a partnership starts to become clear.
0: And I can't overlook the fact that you have taken students whose parents may not be Christ followers, and they have let their students travel internationally to do mission trips. How influential are those trips? Extremely, um, and I would say
1: they have become more so each time we've gone. As you guys have figured out better ways to do it, when we first started going, it was primarily you know delivering shoe boxes, and that's fantastic and an unbelievable experience. Recently, uh, last January when we went, our students had opportunities to stand up in front of classrooms of, of Haitian students and share the gospel and share their own testimonies and speak about some of the drastic differences between life in America and life in Haiti, at least as we're able to ascertain it in a, in a short week there. It goes without saying that your perspective changes after spending time in a third world country. The obvious impact, seeing living conditions and compared to affluent private Christian school life in Tampa, could not be a more stark contrast. One of the most impactful things, and the students have attested to this, and I would certainly as well, that what blows you away every time you go to Haiti is the joy that the Haitian, uh, the villagers have at these schools and those that know Christ and the the people that are on staff at those schools. Most of those were students that, that came up through those schools. I can't even put it into words, but the impact on our students, I think it just puts into real life a lot of what we've been trying to teach them here.
0: So here we are approaching a new school year. Obviously, the class of 2020 is entering the building. What hope and prayer do you have for your students this year here at Cambridge Christian School?
1: The one thing I pray for for every graduating class is, you know, when they leave our doors and they make that final exit as a student here, that they will be not only equipped, but really driven to pursue exactly what Christ has for their lives. That may be the mission field in Haiti. It may be the pastorate. It might also be a court of law or a doctor's office or whatever that looks like. It might be a teacher uh, our middle child is pursuing it might be an artist that our oldest child is pursued, but that the mindset would be for that individual that they are entering full time ministry, regardless of where and what that looks like. I would pray specifically as well for this graduating class as we're entering this year. Our theme is to walk humbly, based on Micah six. That beginning with our staff, uh, that we would really grasp and embrace that. That this senior class would would get it as well.
0: Well, that's tremendous. I appreciate. The time together today. I appreciate the time that you and I have spent overseas, uh, not only your friendship, but your leadership here. And so I'm just here to cheer you on um, at Cambridge Christian School, but also reminding all of us that, you know, our mission field is right where we are and wherever you go. And that's exactly what you want for your students. They come here and then they're technically sent out to go be difference makers in the world. So thanks for, for all your hard work, Sean. I appreciate you and excited for Cambridge Christian School this new school year.
1: My pleasure entirely. You are always and have have always been a great encouragement uh, to me. And I appreciate the joy. Speaking of joy, you always have it. And uh, it's because you've given your life to God's calling on your life and, and, and you're right there where you're supposed to be. So it's always an encouragement and an inspiration to, to be around you.
0: Thanks, Sean. Great being with you today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the New Missions Podcast, where we believe your mission field is right where you are. And as this is Back to School Month, I want to encourage you to encourage students around you to live life on mission, in the classroom, at home, in the neighborhood, because as we help students live on mission, the light of Christ will be shined brighter in the world today. Thanks for listening, and remember, you can subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. And don't forget that the Shoebox Drive will launch October 1st through December 31st. And you can find out more about that campaign at shoeboxdrive.com. Thanks for listening to the New Missions Podcast.